Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, podcast world. It is your boy, Darko Yosipovich, and this is the Dark Suns podcast coming to you with another episode. How is everybody feeling out there today? It is, what day is today? <laughs> you know, that's the beauty of life when you're just living with this, these high energies and um, you feel like everything's falling into place. You kind of, um, you kind of forget that, you know, uh, time frames, you know, time is illusion. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's something that doesn't really even, um, make sense to a lot of people. People question time, like how does time work? What is time? Uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm starting to believe in more of just, you know, time is just is nonsense, you know, you know, all these, like you have to be at a certain time and we're always on some sort of a schedule, but you know, time is an illusion. And I feel like, you're in your own time, you know, it's like the matrix, you know, we're just, you know, we're going through our own phase and time. But uh, yeah, um, I wanted to kind of uh, talk to you guys a little bit about, uh, you know, I had a, uh, the transition of, uh, you know, these cycles of me having, you know, um, dealt with anxiety, dealt with depression for you guys that don't know, this podcast is all about mental health advocate. And what I'm typically trying to do here is use my life scenarios and things that I've had to go through uh, throughout the entirety of my life and just kind of shed some life on how, how mental health played with that, how I've struggled with mental health in every aspect of my life, from work to uh, to home, to friendships, to colleagues, to pretty much everything. So that's kind of what we're doing here. We're kind of just trying to dissect that all and break it down and kind of just really simplify how it all resonated with me, how, how it affected me, and then in hopes that somebody out there in the world uh, actually feels the same way. And that's kind of the the premise the 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 uh, the goal of this podcast is really just to kind of reach out to some people and 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 share some stories and and, and get some stories in return so i appreciate all you guys that's been listening like i said i've i've had people reach out to me already just a few episodes in and just kind of want to tell me some things that they felt comfortable with you know things that i was saying that they were feeling you know and that really just kind of makes it all worthwhile for me i love that that's what i'm in it for thank you guys so much but you know, to kind of get back on track, what I was hoping to talk a little bit about today is is, is kind of like the times that I've, you know, went through a, an anxiety battle, went through some some difficult times in my mind where I was just feeling hopeless and I wanted to kind of end it all. And, you know, I was just lost in my own world. And then, you know, I would bounce back from that. I, that was happening quite a bit. Like, you know, I would bounce back and get a job, you know, and, and keep a job for a little bit. But then I was in a cycle, you know, I would keep a job, I get bored, you know, I don't know if I know there's a lot of people out there, I've talked to a couple of my friends that, you know, they'll get their dream job and six months a year into it, they're just kind of like, okay, is this it? And then they're just like literally having to go back out into the work world, find something else again that gives them that energy, that that initial feeling, and then you get out there and then you learn the job, you get comfortable and then you, so I don't know if that's the way to do it, you know, I don't know what the longevity of you going from job to job is. I'm sure the statistics are against you because everybody's like, if you're going to keep a job, you know, job, you know, we already know what job stands for. Job stands for just over broke, <laughs> just over broke. I learned that in the car business. That was kind of funny. And uh, it really does make sense. A job will never, you know, provide for you to travel 10, 15 times out of the year and take all these trips and have a lot of this free time because you have to be at a job. So there's expectations to that. There's people that own their own businesses, but I'm sure they work even harder. They probably play a little harder, 
but either way, you know, uh, life's designed on, on just kind of, you know, having to work, having to pay for things, you know, and that's just kind of the way it is. You know, nothing's free in this world. So everybody's having to go out there and get work. So hopefully we can all just find something that we're happy with. And I wasn't, you know, I would find something that I was happy with and then just bounce right back and be unhappy. And then, so I was always in these six to a year to, you know, something, you know, the longest, the last, the last, the better, but I, I know it's just a matter of time before I bounce back into some sort of feeling of emptiness and worth, worth, worthness, worthiness, not worthiness, but worthless. I'm getting all my words screwed over here, but so what I wanted to talk about is my transition. I was working at a jewelry store with a close buddy of mine, which helped me quite a bit. You know, his name is Tony Sethi. Shout out to Tony Sethi and the Dr. Gold Jewelry team over in Addison, Texas. If anybody's in need of some jewelry, um, I'm going to just go ahead and give out a free advertisement marketing. I'm not getting paid for this, but if you do need some jewelry, if you want to pawn some jewelry, if you want to sell some jewelry, if you want to buy some diamonds, some designer jewelry, go see your boy over at Dr. Jewelry, Dr. Gold. Uh, this is not a paid sponsorship. I am doing this out of the kindness of my own heart, y'all. But no, I was working with the guy and, you know, it started off fun. We were hanging out. We were spending a lot of time together. We kind of became best friends at one point. You know, I lived with the guy for a little bit. I was renting a room with him and you know, he did everything right by me. You know, he was paying me accordingly and he was taking me out to dinners. I took a couple of trips with the guy because, you know, he was in the diamond world. So, you know, he would travel out to the other states and, you know, go to the coin shows and, you know, just had a really good time. And I thought that was it for me. I was just really having a ball. But even that, as good as it might have seemed, got really tiring, you know. And it got tiring for the fact that, me and him were spending so much time now that, you know, it just kind of, you know, I don't know how I feel like I love the guy, but the fact that we were around each other doing work, we lived together, we would go out to dinners and movies and bars and just party a little bit together. I just felt like we were just always so much around that, we, you know, I, he started wearing out on me. Like, you know, I was just, there was things that he was doing that I, I really didn't appreciate. And I'm sure I was doing some things that he didn't like. And, you know, we were just kind of starting to bump heads at one point. He helped me buy my first, uh, property so i became a, a homeowner in like my early 30s which to me at that point you know that was just such an accomplishment my parents helped me with that as well with putting down initial investment you know like i said in the past i've always been you know i was never a check to check type of guy i always believed that you know i remember budgeting my own checkbook at like 16 so you know i always knew kind of how to how money worked how, you know how to you know put away for a little bit to have a little safety nest but besides the point so we were working together and then it just kind of started falling all apart. You know, we were just, you know, I was going to work again with that same kind of like, man, I got to go back to this jewelry shop. It's really kind of starting to die out. You know, we initially opened it as a buyer store. It was a, it was a jewelry buying shop. You know, we all know about the, the late 2000 uh, gold rush, you know, the the inflation, just like we have now, the price of gold shot up to, you know, $2,000 an ounce. You know, people had a lot of broken jewelry or mismatched jewelry, loose earrings, you know, things like that. They just really weren't going to be able to use. And, you know, they were, so they were pawning their gold. They were selling us their gold. And, you know, we were buying gold and pennies and a dollar. I mean, we really were. You know, people would come there with a Ziploc filled with gold and had no clue what the gold was worth or how to calculate the actual percentages based on the, the carrot of the gold. And so we were making a lot of money and then the shop really, the gold rush stopped, you know, everything started kind of ba ba balancing back out. 
And so we had to kind of convert the shop into an actual jewelry. So we were doing kind of full-blown retail. I really didn't know much about that aspect of the business. I wasn't really even excited about that aspect of the business. You know, the whole me trying to walk a customer through buying a diamond ring or, you know, it just, I don't know. I just, my, I guess my headspace wasn't in the, in the right place at that time. So I wasn't really trying to do that. And he sensed that from me. And, you know, like I said, we were sitting down bumping heads and, and, um, you know, he eventually kind of, you know, I had a condo and I, you know, I was really deep. You know, this was like the point of my life where I was actually living on my own. I, you know, there was a lot of overhead there with the condos, the HOAs and just, you know, that was the first time in my life where I actually kind of was out on my own. You know, I haven't really been out on my own a lot. I, I'm, you know, I've been with my parents off and on my whole life. You know, I'm actually currently still living with my parents because of the issues that I've been having, which, you know, that's another podcast in itself, you know, just, you know, kind of what I've been having to deal with being here with, you know, a lot of verbal abuse as well. And, you know, different, different generational, you know, genres and not genres, but people in the house, you know, my dad's from the late forties, mom's late fifties, and then I'm like an eighties child. So, you know, we got people in here is in mid seventies and early sixties. And then you got me, I'm at 40. So there's just so much tension at times with, you know, having to know how to deal with people from the, you know, just it's older, you know, so I always struggle with that as well. So, you know, kind of what I was hoping to get. So, you know, me and Tony are bumping heads, you know, I'm seeing like my days are being numbered. I really just, you know, I never anticipated, you know, um, I guess because I've gotten so close to him, he eventually just kind of me and him had to go our separate ways. And like I said, they were, it was all love. You know, he paid me, probably might have even given me some extra cash just to kind of get me by until I find some more work. And that was kind of like that whole downward spiral of me, you know, me getting arrested. And we already did a podcast on kind of how that led to, but I'm just trying to kind of walk, walk, walk you guys way towards that. And, you know, so I'm going back home now and I'm anxiety is kicking in because now I'm like, man, I'm out of work. I don't have a lot of credentials. I never did go to college and you know, for all the, you know, this time and age of, without a bachelor's degree, you don't even get an interview at half of these places. So, you know, I was just like, man, I'm all over my head now and over my head and I'm out of work. And, and I think that was a really a shock, like, cause you know, I don't really handle stress all that well. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been battling with that again, off and on a long time, you know, I've read a lot of books and I've gotten better, but you know, stress in general, especially when it affects the way I'm going to start feeling and there's something I got to take care of and stay on top of, it just kind of, it, it really starts wearing me out quick, especially if I don't have a game plan or something's really just, this, the odds are stacked up against me. It's just, you know, I have to fight through it and find ways. And sometimes I can struggle with that as well because of my mental health. But so what I was trying to say is like, you know, I lose that job. I go back to the house and now I'm fucking out of work and I got four or $5,000 worth of overhead. I really don't have a lot of savings at this point in my life because I bought a condo and a lot of that money went into the condo. And, you know, that was all kind of prior to me getting arrested. And like I said, I did an episode on kind of how that led to and, and what I did to, to get myself in that situation. But, you know, so I'm sitting there at the house and, um, you know, I'm having to go look for more work now. And I mean, just like all those emotions are starting to kind of kick back in. You know, I am feeling myself, though, you know, I, that's one thing with, you know, I bought my condo and I was still a lot, you know, I was arrogant, you know, I was still, I mean, I'm still a little arrogant, nothing wrong with a little arrogance, you know, just you can't be over, I was still prideful at that point in my life. I really didn't know what I had in my hands. I didn't know how to grasp it. I didn't know how to hold on to it. You know, it was all a joke. You know, I was, you know, I was having a lot of friends coming over, we were partying quite a bit at the apartment, staying up late, waking up, 
you know, to work late, you know, type of deal. So, you know, I just like I felt like, you know, that was a time in my life where I was able to buy that property. And I was extremely excited about it, but I just wasn't ready for that. Like mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever. Like I just didn't feel like uh, I handled it. I paid it on it, paid off on it for a couple of years and, you know, bought that property it was an estate sale. You know, you know, bought the property for I think I paid like sixty four thousand dollars for that property back in like two thousand and fourteen, and yeah, that's when the real estate market was amazingly it was booming. You know, you can literally go out there and buy a two bedroom house for two hundred thousand dollars, two three bedroom house. I mean, um, probably even cheaper than that if you you know go out a little bit outskirts of the city, and. Um, and, th and that's kind of really kind of where everything started, just like, you know, that whole, like, you know, having to look for work. And I'm just kind of like, you know, have this place. How am I supposed to get this thing paid? And that's when I started making some of those wrong decisions with taking trips down to down south to, to, to watch this, the Rockets and the Spurs play and ended up getting arrested. And you guys kind of know the story behind that. So, um, yeah, man, you know, I just, I don't know, man. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, I, uh, I wake up every day with, you know, this, you know, with a different outlook. Uh, you know, I've taken the time uh, to to learn, to uh, get more um, open with my spirituality. I'm, I'm, you know, tuning into a lot of different uh, live streams, you know, following a lot of different people that kind of deal in this field. And, and that, that opened up my mind to to uh, to 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 be free, you know, to, to kind of wake up with more love and gratitude and humility and and, and hope and joy. And that's kind of really where it starts, guys. Like, you guys kind of have to get to that point in your life where, you know, let go of all the pride, let go of the arrogance, let go of the what's in it for me mentality, let go of the instant gratification, let go of your phone for a few minutes, and just kind of take a seat, man. Take a step back, sit down, lay down, and just close your eyes and breathe and just, you know, talk to yourself, you know, and tell yourself that everything's going to be okay. Like, everything is always going to be okay. Like, there's just... No matter what the situation is, whatever your mind wants to believe and, and you feed it and the mind knows it's going to be okay, no matter the situation, even if the worst, worst case scenario does happen, I've learned that if you can just be okay with the worst case scenario, like if you keep consistently taking yourself to that worst case scenario, that catastrophizing, oh my God, I'm, I'm mentally sick. I don't know where to get help from. I'm losing everything. I'm losing my job. I'm losing my house. I'm going to be out in the street. If that's the situation that you're in, and but if you can wake up and somehow, I know this sounds crazy, but if somehow you can be okay with that, and, and, and literally, if you can be okay with being homeless until you can get it all back together and fight through that process, then that's all that matters. Because now you can still wake up with some happiness because you kind of have some goals and, and, and you know kind of where you're going. Just because you're out in Tent City, downtown Dallas, doesn't mean you're going to be there forever. It's just a little season and it's okay. It doesn't matter how people feel and what people think. All that matters is how you feel and how you think and how you approach everyday life and how hungry you are to do better. And that's it. So if you can just start out, you know, with some simple guidelines like that, just to go out, do the best you can. As long as you know you're doing the best you can, you can rest your head at night knowing you did the best you could and then go out to the game the next day and do it even better. So that's what I got, guys. I'm, I'm a little pressed for time. Like I said, I've, I've actually found some more work that I'm kind of checking out, seeing how it all works. I think it's kind of one of those all-commission sale programs. 
I don't know if it's door to door. I'm still trying to figure out. They're being really vague about it. So I'm sure there's a lot more to it than I actually even know. But I'm going to go into that and talk to them and, and kind of get it all out in the open, get some of my questions answered and see if this is something that I really want to pursue. I was reading some bylaws that mailed me a bunch of employment paperwork, you know, the handbooks and all that. And I was reading some things last night that I really need some clarifications on. So I'm going to go ahead and take care of that today for her. And, um, you know, you guys be blessed. You know, this is going to be one of the shorter ones today. But I wanted to just kind of get back on. I was feeling it. I was like, what do I want to talk about today? And I was like, let me talk a little bit about my experiences leading to me getting arrested with Dr. Gold. Again, Dr. Gold, I, I love you guys over there. You guys been good to me. Uh, the Sethi family, I mean, I, I can't thank them enough for everything they've, um, they've done for me. Unfortunately, I don't really even feel like I have a relationship with Tony anymore. We, we did try to keep, you know, the relationship uh, going, but it just kind of, you know, when you don't see people on an everyday, monthly, bi-yearly, yearly basis, you just kind of the fire fades away. So unfortunately today, I don't even have a relationship with Tony. We don't talk, we don't text, but I wish him the best. And hopefully, you know, you never know, that might change one day. I mean, I'm always open to to go out there and, and you know, I'm sure we're fine. We just don't talk, but either way, you guys, uh, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, find some love, find some joy, find some happiness and just, Go ahead and uh, make each day count. And I'm going to end with that, guys. Thank you all again. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.